Hello, it's your girl Precious. You have tuned into the Pieces Podcast. Pieces Podcast spelled P I the number three C E S. I hope you all enjoy um, working out some kinks and you know getting used to the flow of things, how I want things to go. Um, I will have guests, different guests on the show all the time. Um, the, the very first episode is going to have my sister Sheree as a guest. Um, so I hope you enjoy. Um, continue to tune in. There will be more to come and more fun, exciting, serious, and not so serious topics to talk about, so on and so forth. Um, so enjoy. Tell your friends about it. Again, Pieces Podcast. Um, coat. You can even pet it. Put your fingers in it. You feel how thick it is? That's a real sheep. Feel that. Look at it. And you when you're not it. equipped, when you haven't been through enough yet, when you're not equipped, you can easily be fooled. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like that's what happened to a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And like I said, a lot of the people who that's the first thing they run to, <laughs> that's your choice. You made that choice. You should have You you just ain't never been there before, Mm -hmm. and God bless you. Yeah, you know what I mean. You were spared. Yeah, you've been spared. God bless you. Lucky for you that you were able to make all the right choices, or that all everything was just given to you the Mm -hmm. way it was. But for the majority of us, we all gotta learn a hard lesson. Yeah, we all gotta learn. So I don't believe in none of that. Uh, uh, that bullshit that them people be talking about. Oh, you you did this. You you da da da. No, that's not true. Um, so, uh, moving on. Um, at the end of the day, my kids they need they need. I have one kid, but whether I got one or four kids, five kids, <laughs> my kids need groceries. And I got kids too. <laughs> Even if you ain't got no kids, they look, need lol doll. <laughs> LOL dolls, they need uh, to be able to play Fortnite. They mm-hmm. need the cereal that they like, the what, what they want, what they see on the commercials. They wow. need to play Roblox. They need all their coins to play Roblox and get the, all the dances. Okay. They need um, clothes because they grown. They grown so fast. Um, they might fit a certain size this month, but mm-hmm. but three weeks from now they might have grown. Uh, a, a half inch to uh, an inch two inches and now they need a whole nother size of pants yeah. or else they're gonna be wearing high waters yeah, like exactly. so are we providing or not mm-hmm. if you're not helping me provide i can struggle by myself so like what okay so what about what happens when you meet because this is what i think about and I'm sure she'll be on the podcast later to talk about her experience. But as a single woman with even one child, but Should to be honest, what if you have two children? What if you have three children? How do you meet people? How do you meet a man or a woman? Because we're not we're not um, exclusive here. This is an LGBTQ positive plus two square whatever you want to call it um we welcome everybody but as a a person with multiple children that you're responsible for that you are the caregiver of that you are the sole caregiver of how do you meet some especially when you want to be married you want to have a complete household but you already have one or two children how do you have that conversation with other people and say, hey, I have children already, but I still want to be married. Yeah. So if you have any input, definitely um, chime in. Um, you guys can send in your voice messages if you have anything to say about that. Um, you can inbox, um, send an email to, as of right now, you can send an email to Precious Van B, P R E C I O U S V A N b at gmail.com to send your answers in or um, you can just simply chime into this um, podcast right now you can leave a voice message for your input 
um, since we don't really have that input. I only have, I have one child. Cherie has none. Um, so if you want to go ahead and speak on that, please do. Um, so uh, moving on, the next thing I wanted to talk about um, was just a little funny. Um, there was a receptionist at Langley Air Force Base. She was a secretary there for 17 years. She was sitting up there faking her whole payroll. I think, like, at the end of the day, she ended up paying herself, like, $300,000 more than what she actually, <laughs> yeah. she, than what she actually um, worked for. Uh, you know, she, being a secretary <laughs> at that point, you're in charge of everybody's pay, like, whatever, whatever. She, for 17 years, was divvying herself a little bit more. Which, mm. So the thing about this, when I saw this story, because I saw the story even before you posted it, um, because I try to keep up on the news um, because I am an auditor by trade. Um, so I saw the story come up on my timeline. And the first thing I thought about, okay, well, clearly the entity, i.e., um, the Air Force or this particular location is missing certain um internal controls um but during the same time i also found out that langley is the main training camp like there's not like multiple training camps for the air force if you're trying to enter the air force langley air force base is the air force base that you go to to receive your initial training so that also okay. threw me off. And I was like, okay, wow, that's crazy. Because I was sharing with a friend of mine because her daughter was going off to the Air Force. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's great. My sister just, my sister went a few years ago. Da, da, da. And I'm like, she went to, um, yeah, she went to Langley. And, like, and they were like, oh, yeah, my daughter's going to Langley too. She was like, but that's the only training, training base that you, well, well, what is it? What, where did you go? I don't know what Langley does. Maybe that's the um, hub for pay or personnel. I don't know. I never went to no Langley. I went to um, I went to San Antonio where everybody goes to basic training. And then I went off to Goodfellow Air Force Base. Oh, Goodfellow. I went to Goodfellow for my specific training. Goodfellow is where all intelligence people go. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe that's where intelligent people go is Goodfellow. But Langley, everybody filters through. At least that's what she's talking about. I don't know. Everybody filters through Langley some way, some form, whatever. Um... So I was like, okay, shoot, dang. But even before that, my auditor, excuse me, my auditor mindset was like, okay, well, clearly there's a lot of internal controls that Langley is missing for this lady to be able to commit this fraud for so many years. Like basic segregation of duties. You can't also, you can't sign the check that you also cash. You can't receipt money that you also cash. You can't sign for checks that you also... I mean, just basic controls that so basically, a person, a, no, a normal person on the street should know that, hey, you know what? If I'm signing this check for this corporate entity, approving the expenses for this corporate entity... Maybe I shouldn't also be allowed to cash the check for this corporate entity. If I'm if I'm able to create a new employee in the system for this corporate entity, maybe I shouldn't also have the ability to cash checks on behalf of the you know just basic things that somebody off the street would know. You know what? This doesn't necessarily sound right, but. Langley Enterprise was missing. That was the first thing that I thought Either that about. or she was also helping some people above her get some extra money and it just so happened to fall all down on her that's and she true. took that. Yeah. But I'm like, look, she sis, I know that I know how stressed <laughs> I know how stressed those personnel people be. I know how stressed the sec secretaries be 
and I know it's wrong, and no, she should have never done it, but it's like, shit, they let her get away with it, so, and she just now getting caught for all that money that she gave, extra she money that she gave. dollars over the years. Some hundred. Well, hopefully, I mean, you know what, I feel, I'm, nobody knows who I work for, so thank you completely in anonymity, but I will say this, like, I feel like if there are basic, like I said earlier, basic internal controls that are missing from an entity, whoever's fault that is, that's your fault. Yeah, that's your fault. That's Period. Yeah. Period, point blank. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, it did fall down on her. Yes, it did come to fruition. Yes, it did. You know, there's evidence to back it up. But where were the foundational controls that would have prevented this to begin with? If those aren't there, you can't blame somebody who's unethical. Taking advantage to take of the a, system. Yeah, taking advantage of this. You can't be mad at them. Because they should have that on lock. You should have that on lock from day one. And that's what I Because you say. already know people people's People um, are going to gonna, take advantage yeah. of it. There you you want to believe that people are ethical. You want to believe that people have values, have standards. Oh, they would never they've been working here for that's what you that's what we hear all the time. They've been working here for fifteen years. They've been our most most loyal employee for twenty years. They've won employee of the month for five years in a row. They would never do that. And that'd be the main employee that's stealing from the company. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you. Or sitting up at work every day, all day, not doing nothing. Ever. Or, yes, <laughs> they just sitting on the clock, wasting the company's money. They still committing fraud by sitting there for eight hours on Facebook. Yeah. That's still a certain limit, a certain... Um, fraud, waste, and abuse. Yeah, fraud, waste, and abuse. And abuse. <laughs> and abuse. <laughs> that's still a certain level of fraud, waste, and a brute. And, a... <laughs> and you said it again. Fraud, waste, and a bruce. <laughs> Didn't know on Facebook. Fraud, waste, and a bruce. Okay. Okay, so yeah. we're going to talk about R. Kelly for a second now. Y'all know. Y'all know that there's this whole. I'm watching a lifetime special. Yes. Like that. There's this whole documentary uh, special <laughs> coming on on Lifetime. It's a, it's a. I think they said it's a three day. It's a three part, yeah. A, oh, a three part, three part yeah. documentary uh, special about R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> about R. Kelly, his a Bruce. <laughs> um, R. Kelly and his abuse, his sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, oh mental gosh. abuse. And I can't wait to watch it because you know that there's some truth in it because oh, there's yeah. no reason why all these allegations just been yeah, coming out all these years ever since Aaliyah was basically a little girl, um, 17, 18 years old, however old, however old Aaliyah was. And 15. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. 15. Yep. And, and all these... Um, rumors and allegations there's no reason why all this has been going on all these years and then just none of it is true just none of it you know and um i believe that's that's one reason why you know people are still skeptical about michael jackson nowadays you know it's like well you know you want to believe michael jackson didn't do none of that stuff but it's just like well why does it i want to see r kelly in jail i i i um i believe that r kelly is um fond to um underage women women, and if they are over age like legally by the age of 18 they're still just like barely 18 you know what i mean he's yeah he's taking advantage of these girls advantage of their willingness to submit to his request and demands right um so um his wife um i forget her name but she was on one of those well-known um reality shows and you know she's been the one that's been the most outspoken about it but now there's a whole nother few different women that are coming out and they're all like distraught when you see them on camera they're all distraught you know telling their their stories and stuff 
Um, but it's just crazy at the end of the day, like our Kelly hasn't gotten away with all of this and no one has ever spoken out or if they did, like no one believed them simply because they are black women. Um, and it's just assumed that they wanted it. And, you know, even if, you know, that's how the relationship started, they never really knew what they were getting into. Um, and at the end of the day, abuse is abuse. Um, manipulation is manipulation. Control is control. Uh, so I, I'm just interested to see the stories that these women are telling. Um, his wife, the one that was his dancer and ultimately his choreographer, yeah. she told the story about how he basically hogtied her and left her on the side of the bed, you know, went to sleep and left her like that all night, you know, uh, that would, that was just kind of like, wow. Um, and some of the other stories she told, uh, it, it's coming on, it, is it coming on, um, this week, I think it's this week, but I'm interested to watch and see what's, you know, see what they have to say. Um, I'm sure it'll be some, something old that happens, you know, all these women are going to have to do testimonials if he's ever going to be prosecuted for anything. Um, anyone who was ever under the age would, even if they're grown now, you know, they're going to have to speak to what was going on while they were underage and all that type of stuff. Um, and this is something like, honestly, like it really hurts me. Like you, you listen to R. Kelly's music and mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that we know we halfway grew up on, mm -hmm. you know, uh, whatever the case, like, it's like down, you know, it's like you, you want to, like, you still want to groove to R. Kelly, but you just kind of, like, in the back we, of your head, like... Yeah, mm. we would have gave him the king of R&B debate had he not done all the shit that he did. Because when you think about it, though, who is the king of R&B? Who is the king of R&B? We know who the king of pop is. We but know, who is the king yes, of R&B? exactly. We know who the king of pop is. But at the end of the day, who is the king of motherfucking army? Which would be R. Kelly, but it's like you don't it want to do that. It would be that to nigga, him. but that nigga fucked up in so many ways. There's no way we can give him that time. Like, you literally have a whole video of, of you peeing. Literally peeing. You're desecrating the. the excrements of your body are coming out on this individual underage individual there's no way we're giving you that man but it's so sad because you have hit after hit after hit after hit after and write and you write and produce so we would have easily gave you the title my nigga but no, you ain't right. It it don't feel right for you us. Ain't right, no. Nope. To to still, be. it it ain't right. Number one, it don't feel right. Number number two, and it just ain't right. Number three, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, um, we would have been gave you the title of King of R and B because right now don't nobody have it, mm. and everybody was talking about Key Sweat and da 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 da. But everybody is there's is a lot of people that can that. That are contenders, but the true King R&B, we can't even give it to who who we really want to give who it to. Musically of, deserves yeah, it. Musically deserves it because of all the fucked up shit that you because just did. You a pedophile. You a pedophile. At the end of the day, I can't trust my underage daughter around you. No, you a pedophile. You are a. I mean, a disgusting. Shell of a man, of a boy. I don't know who did what to you to make you do what you did to others, but your whole line, your whole lineage, in, lineage of whoever made you the way you are is is messed up. You're nasty. You're nasty. Stop being nasty. Stop being Stop nasty. Stop being nasty. Stop being nasty. You, you need help. You need Jesus. Um, so, 
Um, Cardi B and Offset. I okay, mean, so I know a lot of people are on the tail end of feeling Cardi B, but I think I'm on the front end. Like I'm like, oh, Cardi B, that's my bitch. But a lot of people are on the are have been already been like, oh, Cardi B, that's my bitch. But they've been saying that for years. But I'm just now starting. That's to say me, that. because I like Cardi B. I don't like new Cardi B. I like Wash Poppin' Cardi B. Oh, I don't even know what's Yeah, you don't even know. Like, you don't even know Wash Pop and Cardi B. No. You don't know. Um, I mean, it's been so long, so into it. But I, I know, I remember, like, when I was in the gym heavy, I, I Cardi B was one of them. I would put it on. Like, let me run this two miles, right? Let me put some Cardi B on. Mm-mm. And um, I'm about to run this two miles. And let me, let me get this in. Like, let me get, let me, let me feel this energy uh, from this Cardi B, that was the Cardi B I liked because I felt like that's when she had most of her individuality. Whoever is pushing her in whatever direction she's in right now, that's got her mainstream. All right, whatever. And I'm sure Offset Migos got some, you know, got something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But um, the days of uh, back. I guess back before, like when she so was like mixtape Cardi. Yeah, basically mixtape Cardi, uh, EP Cardi. Uh, back before a whole lot of people was really feeling her. Before Bodak Yellow, basically. Mm, okay. Uh, Which I've heard that a lot of a lot of times is that or forever pre mixtape or mixtape Cardi is who they like. Yeah, Watch Popping Forever, Red Bars. You know, um, lit thought, like all that, like that was the Cardi B I was feeling. Mm. This new Cardi B just kind of, I mean, I just get tired of hearing it. And just that's just be, basically because I kind of feel like they uh, took away some of her individuality. But mm. you wouldn't know that unless you had listened to Cardi B before she blew up. Before she became mainstream, before everybody was like, ooh, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I liked her back then. She was like uh, ratchet, just like uh, she was She was herself talking mm-hmm. about whatever she wanted to talk about, whatever she was actually going through, whatever she experienced. Mm-hmm. Now it's just all like all mainstream focused. Uh, so I mean she's alright and I can understand why people feel her but I know I feel the old Cardi B but um, so Cardi B and Offset with this whole cheating uh, situation uh, since then they've been spotted in Puerto Rico having a nice oh, little yes. vacation mm-hmm. um, and like right literally right, right during that time she posted a video like talking about how she missed the sex and she missed his dick and da 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 which I mean okay like that's probably like a real moment if it's it's really if the dick is really like that like if it's that good Mm -hmm. that's like a real moment Mm -hmm. but like she came out with that video and but really even before that after he went on stage and bombarded her whole concert Mm. and she Made a video after that talking about that's still family. That's my baby daddy. That was deep. Y'all y'all ain't making me feel no better, which is understandable because when you are going through a breakup and when you are dealing Mm -hmm. with somebody like that, you are going through your relationship problems. It really, it doesn't make you feel any better Mm -hmm. for all your friends and family or people that support you. They be like, no, fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga. He ain't shit. Like it really doesn't make you feel better. Yeah. You know, it just, you know that those people support you, but it doesn't make you feel any better. So I felt hurt on that. But like literally defending him like, bitch, he just ruined your whole performance. Yeah. Literally the first female to headline that event. The first female to headline that event and for a nigga to interrupt. The first female headlining that event, period. Like, do you know how massive that is? Could you imagine you, and this is what a lot of people said at the time. You are, let's say you're a realtor. Let's say you're a pediatrician. 
let's say you're a doctor. Let's say you're an obstetrician. Let's say you are whatever. Let's say you're a lawyer. Let's say you are whatever profession. Ooh, that's been switched up. Whatever profession, you are at the top of your game giving a presentation to the board of directors about whatever project that is going on. And here come your man walking in the door with flowers talking about please forgive me like first you gonna look like excuse me like first you gonna publicly embarrass me by cheating on by me by cheating the time. on me publicly yeah let's number on one let's take it back to the fact that you have you have already publicly embarrassed me by cheating on me not just this once recent time multiple but times. multiple times when i was recently pregnant by your child Three, four months pregnant by your child. And there's three other women talking about they're also pregnant by your child. Let's not even talk about all those times. But let's just talk about the fact that I I have already born, I have already birthed your child. And yet there's still women talking about that they're pregnant with your child. We don't even have to go back that, back that far. So beyond all that. I have already birthed your child into this world. There are already, there have been women saying that they're also, don't throw that away. There's women, just throw it in the green, um, in that closet. There's already women saying that they're, that they're also pregnant or about to birth your child into the world. But your child is here. Beautiful, healthy, you know, about three, about four, five, six months now. Um, been in the world, we've already gotten married, you know, we've had a priest come to the house and marry us, blah, blah, blah. I'm at my, I'm at the biggest meeting of my career. And you couldn't wait until I got off stage. Yeah. And you walk your selfish ass inconsiderate self-centered ass into my meeting in front of the board of directors and talk about I'm sorry bruh yeah <laughs> this nigga said Man, he said I'm sorry I bruh know. I told you I was sorry bruh I'm sorry bruh <laughs> oh, oh, I'm in the front I'm in the front of multi-billionaires I'm giving the presentation of my life. And you won't interrupt my presentation. That's why I Talking said, about, I'm sorry, bruh. That's why. That I, was a self-centered. You're still only thinking about yourself. You are only you're thinking about You're not thinking about, about me getting my bread. I asked you. I asked you to leave me alone. I asked you to give me space. I asked you to back up. Back, 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 back. Give me 50 feet. You couldn't even do that. You couldn't even respect my wishes enough to give me space for me to think, for me to process what's happening. But no, all you care is about how you look. How you look in the public. How people look at you on your social media. Mm-hmm. That ain't nothing but some self-centered, selfish shit. Yeah, that's why after she posted that video, talk about fuck all y'all, da da da. I was like, yes, yeah, she's still she's still soft for him. She gonna take him back. They working on it. She she letting him in. Yeah, and eventually. you know what? That's fine. You know, yeah. that's that's fine if that's where you are because I've been there before mm-hmm. also. Oh, where yeah, definitely. you have every reason not to take a nigga but back, you but you back? still take him back yep, anyway. Absolutely, I've been there, so I understand. But and and that's how I knew. Mm-hmm. And she posted that video. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah she, she, she ain't done. done. She ain't done." Because and especially when she was, she was like, "I miss him." Yeah, she she was playing that at big that dick. point. She basically just letting everybody know on on the slide, like I'm taking that nigga back. So it's all thick. Like, girl, you ain't you ain't just talking shit. And you black. ain't just playing. Like, you just trying to low key let everybody know ahead of time. So ain't nobody ain't nobody shocked. I'm about to call him. You know what I mean? And so I get it. And so that's why yeah. days later, 
Cardi was in Puerto Rico. Offset in Puerto Rico. I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, I knew it. But you know what? That's cool. But the thing, and that's the issue because everybody kept posting, oh, why y'all mad at Cardi B when Beyonce did the same thing? Blah, 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 blah. Nobody knew the about that shit. No. The difference is Beyonce left Jay-Z. That bitch was on the other side of the country. Would not answer her phone. Her whole team would not tell Jay-Z where they were. That nigga had to go to Ticketmaster just like us motherfucking bitches. And be like, where Beyonce at tonight? Yeah. Because nobody on her motherfucking team was talking to that nigga Jay-Z. You know why? Because nobody knew. Nobody knew where she was. Jay-Z had to find Beyonce. He had to find Beyonce just like we common folk. Had to find her. And then, on top of that, Jay-Z had to go to counseling. He had to get a motherfucking therapist. His whole family was in therapy for months. Trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me. Because I can't treat this queen the way way she should be treated. Jay-Z took the necessary steps. To figure out why he was doing the the things he was doing. Why he was acting the way he was acting. For him to be able to come to Beyonce and apologize the way that he needed to. That's the difference. That's the difference. It's about the change. It's not about, oh, a couple days later, all of a sudden, you posting a message on Instagram. Talk about, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I I fucked up. You know, I, I was entertaining her. But I didn't really, I didn't fuck her. You know, I, I know I was entertaining it. No, fuck that. Jay-Z had a whole life journey that he had to go through between, between the time that Beyonce really, really found out that that nigga was cheating till the time they reconciled. Nobody in history will ever know the true timeline of that ship because it was secret. Right. It was sacred. I, it was between them. It was between them as a family. Nobody knows when he started cheating. Nobody knows when he stopped cheating. Nobody knows when they started counseling. Nobody knows when they stopped counseling. Because that shit was private. It was sacred. It was between them. You know what I mean? But this whole Cardi B and Offset, their whole thing all been, public. Their whole thing we we can public. tell you when this happened, when that happened, when that happened, when this happened. Yeah, that's the difference. So you can't even sit up here and say, oh, well, how can y'all support Beyonce taking back Jay-Z, but not support Cardi B taking back Offset? Oh, we have receipts. We can show you why, why it is okay that Beyonce fought for her marriage and Jay-Z fought for his marriage as opposed to um, Offset and Cardi fucking B. Like, there is a clear delineation, delineation between why one is okay and one is not. Because Beyonce said, fuck you, nigga, peace. And she left the country. Didn't tell that nigga a motherfucking word. Yeah. But Cardi B owned... Instagram, on Facebook, every day, all day, Twitter, talking about I'm here, I'm there, I'm here, I'm there, come find me. I miss that dick. I miss that thick black dick. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's why we don't respect that shit. That's why we don't respect the fact that um, Offset on here saying, I'm sorry, bruh. And um, Cardi B on here saying, oh, man, I miss that nigga. Because at the end of the day, like, she left those, she left all that open. She left all those lines of communication. She left all that open herself. If that was my fucking team, that nigga wouldn't have been getting on nowhere. That nigga would have been stuck outside or had, like you said, had to buy a ticket like everybody else. Yeah, how dare you get get access? Like, somebody getting fired. Yeah. How did you even get access to the backstage to bring your ass flowers. Matter of fact, how did you even get flowers to my dressing room? Let alone get flowers brought onto the stage. And you walking on stage? Oh, somebody's getting motherfucking fired. How dare you let Offset yeah. in the stadium? 
But that's why there's a thirty thousand seater stadium, and everybody in that bitch would have known. Not do not let offsets ass in this stadium. But that's why there's the whole thing of whether it was whether this whole thing was just a publicity. Look, Mona Scott making motherfucking money. Whether it's a gimmick or not. Yep, Mona Scott. Hey, can I tell y'all, Mona Scott is a genius. I applaud you. If you listen to this, if one day this make this shit up into your ear, Mona Scott, I applaud you, bitch. Because guess what? Not only do you have Cardi B and Offset, but you got fucking Erica Mena and Safari, and you got San Santana and um Joe uh, Joe Budden, nigga. Bitch, you that real bitch. Respect, claps to you, nigga. And you Stevie did it. J. And Stevie, Stevie J. J. And Faith Evans, like, bitch, I don't know how you foresaw that into the future. I don't know how you looked into the future and saw that shit uh, crumble down. But, bitch, I respect you. I'm going to always top my hats down to you. I may not always watch your shit, but I I respect your foresight and how you put that all, you put all that shit together, bitch. Like, Mona Scott is the truth. Yeah, y'all heard it here. But basically, we seen it coming, and um, I guess at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is that um, Offset will stop cheating and no, be won't. a wonderful man to her no. and to that baby. No, he won't. Um, and he's cheating right now. They will have a wonderful relationship, nope. and even without having threesomes or even if they do have threesomes if that's what Cardi B wants if Cardi Cardi B well, wants she threesomes she was down to have threesomes well yeah that's fine but so if, if she wasn't there she was not down right so if Cardi B wants to have threesomes let them have threesomes and be happy um and then outside of them being together hopefully offset from now on this is the whole big thing about cheating and forgiving somebody, right? Because you hope that from from that point forward that they will stop doing the things that they do and that they will become a faithful person because they've learned their lesson and they've had a couple days realizing what it's like not to have you in their life. That's what we all hope for when we take somebody back for cheating, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that's well. That is what we hope for, and um, at the end of the day, that's their relationship, that's their marriage. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I, I, I hope that he stops cheating, and I hope you guys are happy. Uh, moving on. Um, did you see Orlando Brown's interview with Doctor Phil? That's a bit so. Uh, yeah, tell me. Uh... <laughs> so he went on Dr. Phil basically the whole time. He's trying to pretend like he's not high. Uh, he admitted to doing methamphetamine and whatever, popping pills and other drugs. He admitted to it. And the whole time during the interview, he's trying to pretend like he's been sober and like he's sober at that moment. Uh, but what? Dr. Phil, being Dr. Phil, he starts like digging into shit and like he starts asking him questions about his kids mm. like uh what are your kids names how old are they how many kids do you have and like orlando brown cannot even answer any of these questions like he's like uh i think yeah my second child is uh 11 i believe and they're like, he's like, 11, you believe? He's like, yeah. You believe? Um, yeah, 11, something around that age. Mm-hmm. Well, he, Dr. Phil's like, he, this, Dr. Phil is instigating. He's like, yeah, Dr. Phil is instigating. So, what's his name? <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Phil. Dr. Phil is like, so. Uh, what do you mean you believe? <laughs> <laughs> is he 11 or not? <laughs> So he's like, know, I know. Know. <laughs> he's like, honestly, I don't know. I don't. He's like, okay, well, what's his name? Uh, this what we need. <laughs> we gonna talk about that. Um, I think his name is uh, whatever he said. He like, is that his name or? He's like, uh, you, honestly, I, I just don't know. Okay, well, what about your other children? How old are they? He's like, uh, the other one is nine, and the other one is uh, 14. Uh. And he's like, well, what are their names? And he's like, uh, 
Um, he comes. He's it's like he's making it up. He's like their names are like I need to watch special or something. <laughs> and it's just it just becomes so awkward. And you're like, okay, and again, like, do you know or not? Yeah. Are you making this up? Like, mm-hmm. are you really trying to remember? Or are you making this up? Right. Uh, and so eventually he's like, yeah, you know, I, I stopped doing all my drugs, and I just realized that the drugs were taking over my life, and I would wake up in the bed and the drugs were right next to me and that's when I realized I had a problem mm-hmm. but the whole time he's like he's like his eyes are like rolling in the back of his head he's like rocking Did he back have and a forth. contest on or something like no oh. his eyes are like rolling in the back of his head he's rocking back and forth and he's just like you know like talking like that the whole time like uh yeah oh, my kids i just want to be with my kids again you know he's like pretending to be sober and dr phil the whole time he's looking at him like nigga mm-hmm. you are there's nothing about you mm-hmm. that's sober right now mm-hmm. like not even on no regular shit like nigga you on some shit yeah um and i just feel bad because it's like you don't even know. It's one thing to not be in your kid's life, not be involved, but it's a whole other thing. Like you don't even know their age. You don't. You don't even know their names. Yeah, that's terrible. Are you making this up, or do you really have these children, mm-hmm. and you don't know even how old they are or their names? Yeah, I feel like he's making it up. I felt. I kind of felt like he was making it up. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just weird. But we've. He's been doing weird things. He's been making weird videos. He's been doing all these things for for years now. The only reason why I don't think he has all these children, mystery children out there, is because nine times out of ten, the women will come out and say something before the man does. Um, so, the fact that we haven't heard from any of his baby mamas lets me know that there's a high probability that he's just talking shit. Like, he's just trying to increase the street cred quote unquote that he feels he needs to have um as far as having like you know all these women out here with his child because like didn't he even say at some point in the interview that michael jackson was his dad or something or like some crazy claim like he literally made a crazy ass claim like that like on top of him having several children that he doesn't even really know that he is the father of he also claimed that michael jackson is his father like it was something crazy so it all just boils down to the fact that he is seriously on drugs and seriously needs psychiatric help to you know no get himself off of these thoughts and these exaggeration yeah, whatever he needs, that he, he needs to go to rehab yeah <clears throat> well, and he needs that he's supposed to be in rehab but he needs to be there for a, a very long time until he's completely clear of any drugs that have him thinking whatever he's thinking is true because it's not true um but yeah i just think it's it's one of the symptoms of being some some child stars succumb to the pressure while others are able to, you know, sustain and live regular lives. And unfortunately, Atlanta Brown was one of the ones that succumbed to the pressure of being a child star. And his life is completely destroyed. You know, we always talk about Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan is one of the poster I mean, we all, you know, we talk about Macaulay Culkin, of course. Olsen um, twins. The Olsen twins. Lindsay Lohan. But Orlando Brown, at least for us black kids, Orlando Brown has become one of the poster children for being one of those children. And they tried to make Raven Simone one of those. But ultimately, Raven Simone, she's cool. She's just lesbian. And that's one of the, one, that's one of the, realities that we had to face as a generation is that one of our childhood faves is a lesbian and that's just a a result of us coming to terms with our own um 
our own issues with LGBTQ plus that community we've been taught. that we've been taught and we've been content, we've been conditioned um, to accept or not accept. Um, so that's just a result of that. You know what I mean? So it's just us accepting that our childhood stars are just as messed up as our friend next door who's also dealing with bipolar bipolarism or depression or drug abuse or substance abuse or um, multi multi personality yeah because issues our parents and our grandparents when they grew up around people like that they shut them out yeah they were demons they did not um like even me i grew up around a lesbian Mm -hmm. what do you mean like mm-hmm. as like my as my parent my parents yeah. we grew like, up around you, depression. Why do you have such a problem with gay people? I grew up around a gay person we since we were since depression. we were children. We grew up around depression. My best friends. We grew up sister, around multi multi personality disorders and in drug abuse and drug abuse um, my, alcoholism. My best but friend's nobody sister, ever wanted to address it. My best friend's sister yeah grew, was a lesbian, a lesbian and I grew up in childhood around her. So yeah. I've never, I've always had an understanding. Yeah, what lesbian people, means and, and lesbianism. Yeah, I've I've always mm-hmm. and I even really hate to say lesbianism because it it's not an ism. It's yeah, you're it's you're just a, a lesbian. You yeah, you are lesbian. you're gay like you're gay. Um, and you're queer. Yeah, you're, so you're. So I I have a, I have a really hard time with that because mm-hmm. it's just like, they're, yeah, they're gay, but mm-hmm. that means nothing else in any other light or aspect. Yeah. It literally means nothing. And some of the best people I've ever known in my life have been gay. Mm-hmm. If if there were a choice between some of the gay people that I've ever known and some other people that were straight or whatever else, mm-hmm. I would choose those gay people and I would die with those gay people. Mm-hmm. They're the best people I've ever known. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I don't get that. But, um, you know, hey, some of these, some of those child celebrities, they some of them grow out of it, some of them never do. Um, yeah. As you can see, like lately, nowadays, Macaulay Culkin seems as though um, the he's, come, he's come out of it. I don't know about the Olsen twins, but like Macaulay Culkin, he's looking a lot healthier nowadays. Like oh, he yes, did he that. Is he healthier. did that commercial yes. for the holidays. Mm-hmm. That was that. cute. It was cute. I mean, at least for that time, he yeah. looked okay. I don't know. He looked healthy. But, like he had actually fat in his face, in his cheeks. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that was okay. But I mean, as far as everybody else, I mean, even Demi Lovato. Yeah. Um, what she went through with her overdose. Selena Gomez. I mean, Selena, Demi dying. Lovato went through it. But even Selena Gomez went through some shit as well. Miley Cyrus, you know, like she was one of our childhood, well, maybe more so one of your childhood stars. But Probably she would have been, but I wasn't into it. I think maybe it was. Other yeah, people. if you were into it, she would have been maybe one of your childhood younger, stars. But, yeah. Yeah. To where they grew up. In how they literally grew up in front of the camera, and it's like, how do you, which I get it? How do you make that transition in front of? We watched a lot of our childhood stars become women, at least for us. Like, yeah, for me, we watched um, Destiny's Child. Like, people, a lot of people don't know. Beyonce name was 14, 15 years old on Say My Name. Yeah. You talking about Say My Name, Say My Name. When they were swinging on the swings in the video. Say, baby, I love you. Like, what the hell are they talking about, talking about? They ain't had no business talking about Say My Name, Say My Name. But they were 14 and 15 years old talking about Say My Name. Mm -hmm. We watched these girls go from 14, 15 years old, just starting their period. Until becoming women at 18 and 19 years old. Raven Simone. Um, you, I mean, literally, you can go down the list of women that we grew up with. Like, we grew up with um, the ladies from Family Matters. We grew mm-hmm. up with Brandy, Countess Bond. Mm-hmm. We were all... We were all 12 and 13 around the same years. Maybe two or plus years. 
two or three plus years. Um, but we were all around the same same age, essentially, all growing through puberty together. But at the at the time, nobody was really okay talking about puberty. Nobody was okay sitting down and saying, hey, this is what it means to become a woman. Well, that was not their goal. This that was not their it, focus. Yeah, they I know I know that. But what I'm saying is that's what plays a part into why, um, like I say, Hillary Duff is the woman she is versus Lindsay Lohan is the woman she is. Because you could tell Hillary Duff, her family had the conversation. Lindsay Lohan, her family did not. It's a clear distinction. And like um, Amanda Bynes, she was kind of in the middle. Yeah, she was. To where she maybe been like us, to where her family may have had a little bit of conversation about what this means and what that means and what that means. But Amanda Bynes was was left to figure out what it meant for her. And so she went here, went went there. And so that's why Amanda Bynes kind of had that struggle she had. Mm-hmm. Because while although her family maybe had a little bit of the conversation, they didn't have the truthful conversation. And so she had to figure it out for herself. And that's why Amanda Bynes ended up in this middle area. And like Tia and Tamara, mm-hmm. her family, their family had a pretty a very good conversation so they ended up more so on the hillary duff spectrum yeah they ended up on the on the yeah so where we're anything we're not addicted to drugs we're not addicted to alcohol anything that they know that we grew up yeah we we didn't know we grew up in front of tv but our family and our publicists and our managers protected us enough to where all our shit wasn't exposed. You know, so they grew up on the Hillary Duff spectrum. But then you have the Lindsay Lohan spectrum to where all your shit is on Front Street. Nobody cares about you. Everything is about money. Any story headline is an inquirer page. $250,000 um, payment. You know what I mean? So we grew up in this phase of... I don't know who to look up to. Do I look up to Brandy? Do I look up to Tia Tamara? Do I look up to look up to the Olsen twins? I don't fucking know because they're all amazing. We all grew up together. Mm-hmm. So you literally have to choose. Do you want to be the Olsen twins? Do you want to be Tia and Tamara? Do you want to be Brandy and Monica? Like we didn't so we yeah. had to just choose. Who do you wanna be? Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter if you was raised up in the church or raised up in the field, on the farm. It it literally did not matter. It was your personal choice about who you wanted to be. Yeah. So, um, that's crazy in with itself. You know, just see how everybody, all of our favorite child stars grew up. Even like Keenan and Kale, um, from and everybody from um, the Steve Harvey show, oh, like. Man. You know, yeah, all that, everybody, you know, um, now they're on um, Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. You know, they've at least been able to maintain that image. Um, So, you know, that's admirable. Although, what's his name? Uh, Romeo from Steve Harvey Show. He died, right? Because his girlfriend, Mm -hmm. like, stabbed him to death. She caught him, like, cheating or something. No, his girlfriend, like, boyfriend. But, like, his girlfriend was pregnant with their child at the time. It was one of those things. It was crazy. Like, she was pregnant with her Romeo's child, but she, but her boyfriend shot Romeo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was something crazy like that. Yeah, so, I mean, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then there was rumors forever that Kel was dead. I still, to this day, is he dead or not? No, he's alive and I well. I What has been... Keenan and Kel are doing very well. Like, Keenan is more so in the public eye because he's on Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. But Kel, he's living his best life just as a normal person. Oh, okay. Yep, he, had, he just had a baby girl not too long ago. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I am a dude. 
He's a dude. She's a dude. Cause we're all dudes. Hey, I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. And we're all dudes. Who loves orange soda? Kale loves orange soda. Is it true? I do. I do. I do. Yeah, Kale is good. Boobity 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 boobity. Good Burger yeah. is the best movie ever. <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have a dad either. <laughs> good Burger is like such a good movie. So many one-liners. I right. know, I know some of these words. <laughs> oh yeah, I know some of these words. I know some of these words. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, Keenan and Kill, they're both doing very well, but in different aspects. I know there was a rumor for a while that even Kel was dead. No, <laughs> Kel is alive. <laughs> he's very much alive and doing well. He's having the best life. Like, he's been on the shade room at least two or three times a year this year. Um, especially because his baby girl was being born. That was the main reason why okay. he was on the shade room. Actually, I did just recently hear um, rumors of uh, a Good Burger 2 or something. I don't know. I would be down for that. I would go see that. Definitely. Um, so the queen of shade and the queen of gossip. Guess who? Queen of Shade. Who is the Queen of Gossip? Queen of Shade, Queen of Gossip. Wendy Williams. Yes. Uh, bitch. Bye. <laughs> no, no, bye. Wendy Williams knows everything, okay? She knows all the gossip. She has all the sources. Look, no, I don't care. I love Wendy Williams and I've always loved her. I, let me tell you, I fell in love with Wendy Williams when I was pregnant with Ivory. Mm. And I didn't really have anything else to do but watch <laughs> Wendy Williams. <laughs> I was watching all the Turner Classic movies. I was and watching Wendy Williams and Mari. Was you watching Mari? I was watching Mari all oh, day. Lord. I was watching uh, Jerry Springer. I was okay. watching um, uh, what else was I watching? I was watching uh, Steve Wilkos. Oh yes, so until they uh, until at every episode they was talking about like um, child abuse and stuff. Yeah. Then I had to stop watching it because I was like every episode y'all talking it's, about yeah. this. Like, no. Every episode, no, yeah, um, that's and, true. Yeah, but Wendy Williams, yeah. child, she know um, all the gossip, um, what, whatever, whoever her down. sources are, mm-hmm. whether she her own sources or her why people, her why her, her sources. So I just find it interesting that Wendy Williams has all the sources on everybody else's business, but nobody told her about what was going on in her house. In her business, you know. This is my last ain't shit talking shit post of 2018. Hey, Wendy, I heard that your husband got his mistress pregnant for the second time, and you about to play stepmama again. Hmm. Now it seems like Kevin got that super sperm. How come you ain't getting pregnant? Oh, that's right. How you doing, doing? William? Karma's a bitch. You need to leave people alone. 2019. Find Jesus. Be a nicer person. This is my last ain't shit talking shit post of 2018. Hey. Yeah, like how you got the source on all the Kardashians, the Braxtons, the whoever, the Jacksons. Whoever, you got the juice on everybody except for what's going on in your house, girl. Nobody nobody told you that your nigga been cheating on you, girl. She got the juice, she don't want to talk about it. She got the juice, but don't want to talk about what's going on in your house. That's not right. But that's the thing. We've been we've been trusting you for what, how many years to give us the latest gossip? But that's the thing, nobody that spills everybody else's tea and gossip. They never gonna tell their own. Mm. That's the thing. You're not gonna just be putting your own stuff out there. You there to talk about everybody else. But Even that's but that's why Maxine, we call her Maxine. That's that was her name. To. That was her name from Family Matters. Just said, well, how you gonna put the business about everybody else in the industry? 
you gonna put all our shit out there, but you not gonna put your shit out there too? Like that's not fair. So it's a catch twenty two. How are you a gossip columnist basically, but not ready to spread the gossip about your business? So um, since this has come out, Wendy Williams has. Of course, denied everything. Her and Kevin have denied all allegations. Of course. And um, Wendy and her legal team, they put out a cease and desist. Yeah, of course. Um, And to retract everything that was Even said. Even though it's true. <laughs> and they, they put out a cease and desist to retract everything that was said mm-hmm. against the person who um, put all this out here. They're denying everything and mm-hmm. saying that there's no baby. They're saying that um, their relationship and their marriage is not at risk. No one is divorcing. No one is separating. Everything is great. Everything is PG cream. Peaking. What I all I've known and all I've learned from social media is that if there is no sonogram, no celebration announcement, no big old thing about it, no big to do about it, it's true. If there is a sonogram posted, if there is a big to do about it, it's false. Hmm. Mark my words. Look at that bitch, um, Brittany Jones. Hmm. Trying to catch up Trey songs within the last few days. That shit was fake. She Selena finally, Powell. Selena Powell. <laughs> Selena Powell, the black widow. The bitch is in the jail two blocks down from my house. Yeah, I done heard multiple uh, stories about you, ho. Yeah, this bitch in the jail right down the street. <laughs> Anytime a bitch publicizes the sonogram, publicizes the fact that she's pregnant, publicizes the fact that she's taking prenatal vitamins, publicizes the fact that she's met with obstetrician. Nine times out of ten, that shit's false. If you don't see a sonogram, don't see a prenatal vitamin, don't see a a appointment set with an obstetrician in the local community, nine nine times out of ten, that shit's real. So... With all that being said, let you come to the decision that you would like to come to. But all I will say is go to your social media, search through the threads, and see what you find. What you don't find is just more of a signal of what you find. I need y'all to catch on to that. What you don't find is just as much of a signal as what you don't find. But um like hoes like everybody likes Selena Powell like like Put that shit on front street. Look, let look, let these other hoes know they trying to get on too. However you got on, like spread the word like if if you, you gotta you gotta pave the way. If that's how you wanna pave your way, there's other people just like you. They wanna pave the same they wanna they wanna go the same route you did. Let them know. Let these nigga know, shout it. Let these nigga know. <laughs> uh, let them know. Like, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like, you just out here just letting your name be known. And it's not even for no good stuff. Like, you in jail. You in, de- you in jail down the street. And this ain't even the first time that I done heard and knew you was, you was in jail down the street. For shoplifting and some other stuff. You know, like, come on. Like, you done made a name for yourself. You out here messing with these celebrities, but you still getting, you still getting caught up going to jail. You still, you still getting arrested at a ward police department. (laughs) Like, for real. Really? This, this is what you want? This is what you want? This is what you wanted? And you out here touching celebrities that got money. For real, still got the nerd to be locked up in a royal jail. <laughs> it still got the nerd to be locked up in a war police department. In a war, girl. Bye. Honestly, this is the last time I want to hear your name. What what just came out within the last couple of days? That's the last time I want to hear about you, Selena. Mm-hmm. If you ain't doing nothing else better than this, girl, I don't want to hear about you. Like, let me see you on the street, girl. You, girl. I, 
I could go in on you, but I'm not because you in jail right now. And you probably, you know, you probably really need a lot of support right now. You yeah. need some prayer. You need some, mm-hmm. some, some wisdom. You need somebody mm-hmm. to speak some life into you or something because I don't really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. How you got access to things that you have access to, but you're still locked up in Aurora, Colorado. <laughs> I just, I just don't understand. <laughs> And so I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be nice. Aurora, Colorado. You locked up for shoplifting. You mean to tell me after the people you done touch, you still shoplifting? I, I'm sorry, but that's a whole nother subject. Listen, I'm, you know, I. Okay, I'm. I'm just gonna stop. Um. Best of yeah, luck to you. I hope that um you figure things out and mm-hmm. maybe um uh, maybe you have some way to redeem the things that you have done or the people that you have touched or the people that you have access to, so that you're no you're no longer getting locked <clears throat> up in things of this nature. Um, um, just please pave the way for others that are like you here in Colorado, um, here in Aurora, here in Denver, that maybe they can touch and interact with some of the people that you have and do something more. Um, but anyway, that being said, um, I think this is going to be the end of what we had tonight. Um, there's some others topics that we really didn't get a chance to touch on or we didn't get a chance to go into detail about actually there's about a whole hour that accidentally got deleted (laughs) so we'll be uh, talking about that again thank you for tuning in for the first episode um it's just me and my sis i got another sis and i got a bro i got a whole lot of other people that i want to um have tune in on this podcast and you know, have their input in people that I like, people that I respect, people that I think are funny, so on and so forth. Um, just continue to listen. This is just the first episode. Continue to tune in because there is more to come. I hope that you enjoyed and I promise you will enjoy more in the future. So peace and love. Everything is everything. Everything is love. Um, holla.